Hey, this is Emily. And this is Ashley. And you're listening to a special edition of Full Body Frights, the Halloween edition. We will be discussing our top five favorite Halloween-themed movies slash movies we like to watch around Halloween. And we're going to talk about two true crime incidences that happened on Halloween. So let's get into it. my top five list of Halloween themed movies or movies I like to watch on Halloween. So my first movie is Hocus Pocus. I mean, who doesn't love Bette Midler? Second Me. one. What? I don't love her. <laughs> I like the movie. I'm just saying I don't love Bette Midler. Oh, God. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Bette. Second one is Halloween, the original. Third is Casper because Devin Sala. And you know, my uh, this guy I used to date, his cousin did the theme song for that movie. Really? Jordan Adams, I think is her name. Oh. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Okay, <laughs> my fourth movie is Scream, the fourth installment of Scream, because Emma is just absolutely amazing in that movie. Okay, I'm a, I need to talk to you about this, because I love her, too. However, I remember seeing this in the theater when it came out, and I was pissed when I left the theater because I thought it was so bad. I don't know why, but maybe I need to watch it again. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like. Was the, it the well, acting? I didn't like the third one either. So was it the acting in it, or what did you? I like? think I just didn't like the probably the um, like red herrings and like the twists because there were like too many of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't like Freddy versus Jason because that bitch didn't. I don't like the final girl in that movie. Yeah, like, ugh. Okay, Okay, but number five, sorry. Well, number five, of course, is Nightmare on Elm Street because, you know, Freddy's my husband. (laughs) That's real weird. Like, you can be, like, married to a child killer (laughs) that just burns all over him. But that's not why I love, love Freddy. But, you know, once we do our segment on Nightmare on Elm Street, I will go so much deeper into why I love Freddy. It's going to be insane. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like when we do our special on Friday the 13th. I'm going to go, I'm going to get real down. It's going to be a long one. But, uh, so, but not, but to be... We're going to, you know, Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street are not set on Halloween, but right. they're just movies you like to watch around Halloween. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Wes Craven. I think he does really mm-hmm. well did. Oh, okay. Um, R.I.P. Yeah. So, what are your five? Okay, so I did stick with just Halloween-themed movies. Um, and in no particular order. So, All Hallows' Eve... Uh, is the anthology with Art the Clown that came out before Terrifier. I thought it was a really solid uh, anthology, and it's set on Halloween. So then I also love Terrifier because I think Art the Clown, I'm not really scared by clowns at all, but he's creepy, and he puts Pennywise to shame. I mean, like, whatever, buy Pennywise. If If they were fighting, it'd be done. So the next one is uh, 
the anthology movie Trick or Treat, which is set all the that's four. I think it's four stories, three yeah. or four, but it's they're all on Halloween, and there's a real creepy little pumpkin guy. I like how they kind of all tied together, though. Yeah, no, I I, I I think it's a really solid movie, especially for the two thousands, because I don't think that the two thousands has been a great time for horror. But uh, yeah, it's like they just fell off and just really started making a bunch of remakes of the same freaking movie, and they were horrible. Yeah. Okay, so my next... Okay, I actually had six, kind of, because I had to put, like, two of them into one, because I love them both equally. Night of the Demons 1 and 2, they're set on Halloween. Angela is a great, great villain, and... You got Linnea Quigley in the first one. In the second one, you got Ben Stiller's wife. Um, I love these movies. And I also consider them slashers. A lot of people disagree with me, but I think there's enough slasher stuff in there, even though it's really about possession. And then my last one is the movie The Worst Witch with Feruza Balk and Tim Curry. I used to watch it when I was little every Halloween the song Tim Curry does is hilarious. Also, Mrs. Garrett from Facts of Life is in that movie. It's just a really great movie, and I love it. I think it was originally Disney. I'm not really sure. I know they showed it on Disney. So, those are my five slash six. So, but just pretend one um, one and two of Night of the Demons is just one movie. Yeah, just lump it in together. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to discuss... Two different crimes that were committed on Halloween, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to let you talk about Don't Touch My Candy, okay? And I'll talk about the candy man. Oh, my God. Because you love Don't Touch My Candy. I mean, yes. I do, too, but it, I mean, well, love is a weird word, but, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. just hilarious, though. Like. I mean, it is. I mean, the it's not hilarious that she died, but, yeah. Okay, we'll get to it. So, I'll talk about the candy man first, and then you'll end okay, up. Go okay, go ahead. So, people a lot of times think that the whole, like, getting a razor blade in your apple on Halloween or, like, you know, candy being poisoned is an urban legend. And it is, well, I mean, it doesn't happen all the time, but it did come from something real that happened. So, uh, on Halloween in Eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien had been out trick-or-treating, and before he went to bed, his father, Ronald O'Brien, gave him one more piece of candy. Turns out it was laced with cyanide, and within minutes, Timothy was dead. O'Brien was ultimately found responsible. He was in debt and had taken out a life insurance policy on his kids. He got the death penalty. So, wasn't worth it. I mean, he took the police on a wild goose chase. It's like, I don't really remember where I got that candy from. And I mean, it'd be easy to lie about it, you know? Yeah. But I just, how could you hold your child knowing you just poisoned him or her? Like psychopath. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently like he really needed money. Like, and that was more important to him. I'm not going to condone this, but I would, (laughs) my thought would be poison the wife, but whatever. I mean, not the kids. I'm not going to get political, but it sounds like something that someone very high politically would be okay with doing. <laughs> I can see him being like, well, I needed the money. I have four more kids or whatever. 
but yeah, was it? Sorry, like, but I'm um, not. Gonna, I'm not saying who I'm talking about, but I think you probably know. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think he'd poison his kids on Halloween for a life insurance policy if he was in debt. Okay, I do. <laughs> Trump would do it. I was not, I was just going to say, I think we all knew. Did y'all we think I was talking about Kanye? Because he does have four kids, too. <laughs> no, no. I don't, but, you see, I don't even think Kanye would go that far. Oh, no, he he's obsessed with his kids. Yeah. <laughs> when I went and vote, I was Kim like. Kim would be all up on that candy, being like, she probably eats it all first, making sure. No, she, that girl doesn't eat candy. She put it in her mouth to make nah. sure it wasn't poisoned. Nah. That's what. Anorexic people do, right? They, like, put food in their mouth and then spit it out or something. Uh, I don't know. Do they? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not funny. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. And I think it is, like, a pro-Anna thing. Anyway, whatever. So, um, what, yeah, are you cool with this guy? Who? Uh, Ronald, Ronald O'Brien. Ronald. I just think he was really stupid. That's about it. Like. I mean, and also, like, clearly a psychopath if he's, like, I mean, you could find somewhere else to get out of debt. Yeah. I mean, if he was really smart, I mean, I mean, and I would see doing it to the wife. Like, I see, I mean, like, I don't condone that, but, like, maybe he wasn't with his wife or something. Maybe they were divorced. But, like, I can see that happening with that. No, he was a church, he was a church going, man. And that's why a lot of people were like, oh, my God. But, yeah, like, not your own kid. Like, Like, I could see someone doing it to, like, I mean, it happens all the time with, like, husband and wife. But, yeah. I mean, he could have gotten away with it if he just acted like a distraught father. And, like, I I don't know. I don't remember. I'm just too distraught. But, I mean, why am I even talking about how to get away with it? Like, what is wrong with me? (laughs) Okay, so. Ashley's going to tell you about the story of Don't Eat My Candy. <laughs> Y'all want to hear this one. Okay. So, <laughs> in 2011, Liddell Peoples killed his girlfriend, 49-year-old Maria Adams, because she ate his candy. She threw, they got, they got arguing, got to arguing, and she threw a plate or something at his hand and cut, cut his head up a butt up above his eye and then in a rage he goes to the kitchen and grabs a butcher knife and stabbed her and when the cops asked why he said because she ate my candy like who does I that know, i know it's like <laughs> you're an adult by the way like it's not like you can go to the store you know like it's not like the only way you're getting candy now is like going trick-or-treating when you're an adult you just go to the store and buy some like, when I seen the year that this happened. 2011, Right? Yeah. I was like, what in the world? Oh, my God. I wish I could have seen some pictures of this man. Because oh, the yeah, vision I'm any. getting is, like, he's a, a big, fat, scruffy man. I bet you he's not, though. I bet you, I bet you he's, like, looks way different than you would expect. Like, I, I thought he kind of would look like Richard Ramirez or something. I don't know. Hmm. Like, uh. real skinny needed that candy. <laughs> um, I just, I feel so bad. Like, I I mean, how many times I ate my ex-boyfriend's candy? Like, my goodness. I know, Jeez. for real. <laughs> Makes you think, like, let me not do that again. Well, I guess since we have a little bit of time, I'll, I'll tell these two stories and you can just say what you think about them. You want to do that? Yeah, we can. Okay, this is called The Neighbor from Hell. I didn't name it that. So 
This is um, 1973 on Halloween, so the year before Richard O'Brien. The in the city city of somewhere in Wisconsin, nine-year-old Lisa French dressed up as the littlest hobo went trick-or-treating. She only got next door. Neighbor Gerald Turner opened up, took her into his home, and shut the door behind her. He then raped and killed her and stuffed her body in a plastic bag and dumped it in a nearby field. As of 2018, the Halloween killer, as he's been known as, has been eligible for parole, but the state continues to refuse his release, which makes sense. So, that's, uh, that. you know, that's a pretty... I mean, the other ones are also downers because people die, but this is pretty... Yeah. But, you know, just to think that if he didn't kill her, he would be out by now. He wouldn't have been in. Yeah, that's true. He probably wouldn't have <laughs> got a slap Well, he might have... I don't know if he were... No. You know how they are. They like to give people probation for shit like that. Like, for if he hadn't killed her. Yeah, like, if he, had, if he had just, like, raped her. Well, she was, like, 12 or something, so... Nine. She was nine, so he would have gotten a lot of time for that, I think. And then the the other one I was going to talk about is the death of Peter Fabiano because he was a very famous hairstylist in the fifties, uh, and on Halloween in fifty seven, he opened his door for what he thought was a trick or treater was actually a grown up in a costume. Like, I liked how they said it like that, like <laughs> like grown ups that wear costumes. But okay, um, the adult shot Fabiano in the chest in a brown paper black bag before fleeing the scene and then several weeks later two women were arrested in what turned out to be a deftly plotted crime of passion wait I think one of them was a guy Golden Pizer so they thought it was a crime of passion Pizer was friends or possibly in a relationship with Rebel and Rebel is also apparently in love with Fabiano's wife Betty so when Rebel must I don't know who I don't know who's a girl and a guy in this one. Okay, no. So like but, um, because Peter Fabiano I thought was gay, but no, no. He yeah, he had a, a beauty shop and him and his wife did. And the woman Rebel worked there, and uh, Peter and his wife were having some trouble in their marriage. So the wife left and moved in with Rebel for a little bit. So then Peter and his wife rekindled their relationship. Okay, and then like she was still stuck on Betty. And some other, what was the other woman's name who actually did shoot Peter? Uh, Joan. Joan, yes. So she starts a relationship with Joan. And all she, according to Joan, all uh, she talked about was how Peter was so mean to Betty and abused Betty and blah, blah. So basically their whole time in the relationship, she was just talking about how bad of a person Peter is. So then she got the guy to kill him. No, Joan did it. Goldeen Pizer says they conspired to get Peter out of the equation. Rebel bought a sidearm for Pizer to shoot Peter with. The arrest kicked off a firestorm of lurid coverage as lesbians were seen as abnormal at the time. And the two pleaded guilty and served long prison terms. I guess maybe she bought it for him to kill it, but she ended up doing it. Well, Joan is the one who bought the gun because... She was going to get Pizer, though, to do it. Okay. She bought it, but I guess she ended no, up No, she didn't it. buy it because she knew that it could be linked back to her. And It says Rebel bought a sidearm for Pizer to shoot Peter with. No, because it was in Joan's name. Yeah, it and was. That's, yeah. 
because she bought it to for Goldie and Goldie buys her to shoot him. Well, when the police came back and questioned Joan again, Joan just said, "Oh, well, this is what happened," and told him all about it. And then after she shot Joan, shot Peter. Um, the other she was like, "You forget you ever knew me," and that's what pissed Joan off. Is because she was like, our whole relationship, I did this for you, and now you're like, you don't even know me. So she's like, you're going down with me, and tell the police where to find the gun and everything. That's a crazy story. I didn't, even, I didn't a, know the whole a thing. A huge, yeah. huge kind of love triangle mess. <clears throat> well, and it was, fa- I know it was famous at the time because he was pretty famous. Yeah. Or, was, uh, didn't he own like more than one? I think a, so, yeah. Yeah. So. There it is. There are our top fives. There are our stories. Like the our movies. St- I said stories like yeah. it was like soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch my stories. Um, so this is a shorter episode because it's a Halloween special. Um, our next episode will be the Friday the 13th special, but expect that one to be lo- quite a bit longer because we have interviews with other people ranking them and I have the interview with Russell Todd from part two that's going to be in there so you won't want to miss it um so you guys have a happy Halloween let us know what your favorite Halloween type movies are note I did not have Halloween on mine thank you I do not I don't like the series I do like part two but it doesn't happen on Halloween so I didn't include it I know you like season of the witch of Halloween though I have no, I have I, I haven't seen it since I was really young, and I didn't understand. All my friends loved that movie, which was Season of the Witch. Yeah, why? Because they saw it older, and they they like got that it was like not supposed to have Michael Myers, and they like it now. Plus, they like the guy that's in it that's also a Night of the Creeps, and I do like that guy. I can't remember his name, but I think I might like it more if I watched it now. But when I watched it, I was young and I was like I don't like I don't get it I this is like a sequel to Halloween why is where's Michael Myers I don't get it I think I think it would have been a good movie by itself and wasn't entwined with the Halloween well yeah and uh John Carpenter intended for the series to kind of go into an anthology type thing that's what he wanted to do but season, but Michael had gotten so big at that point that season of the witch did not do well because of that because Michael Myers wasn't in it, so he like scrapped the idea of doing the anthology, and then we got four, five, and six, which are like three of the worst movies ever. But they're coming out with another one again. Yeah, I don't. I did. I do not like. Okay, by Rob Zombie. Devil's Rejects is the only good movie you've done. Is Rob Zombie doing the other? No, no. Oh, I was about to say no, but his, I mean, they're horrible. But the, I didn't mind the, I I don't mind H2O. That one's okay. Yeah. Um, I thought, I wouldn't want, I've watched it one other time besides in the theater, like the newest one. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't watch it again, but it was, it was good. I mean, it was fine. I enjoyed it. I'll probably enjoy the sequel to it. I, I don't know. But, like, as a whole, especially when it gets all into that cult, weird witchcraft, like, whatever they go into and in like, the later ones, like, it's involved, he's involved in some kind of, like, yeah. cult. So, I, it yeah. just, it just goes so far, like, it jumps the shark so bad, it's, it's a, 
my least favorite franchise, probably. Well, no, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, even though the first one was one of my favorite movies, is probably my least favorite franchise. But Halloween's, like, of the big three, mm-hmm. Friday 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Halloween, Halloween is definitely, like, way at the bottom. Mine way is, mine will go, of course, Nightmare on Elm Street, then Halloween, and then, it, I, I don't even really want to put Jason on there, because I don't like Jason at all. It's, They're called Friday the 13th. I don't care, Jason. It's boring. <laughs> they are so boring See, they me. are not to me, and you do not even sound like you like slasher movies. <laughs> Uh, I love slasher movies, the, but like they're the most rewatched. That as a series, well, the first eight. I'm not gonna talk. I'm not talking about like Jason goes to hell. We're gonna be talking a lot about this on the special, but the first eight are definitely well, not the first eight. To me, probably the first seven are the most rewatchable movies, especially of a series of any series. To me, like I can watch them anytime. I can put them on. They can be in the background. And I have a good time with it. See, and that's how I am with Nightmare on Elm Street. I could do, see, well, I, I don't. Except for the remake. I that was garbage. Oh, well, that was garbage, yeah. I don't think it has as good rewatchability for me, even the ones I really like, as Friday the 13th. But, I mean, I do love 1, 3, and 4. But I just can't get down with, like, 2 is okay, but is silly. But 5, oh, I cannot, like, I cannot with 5. 6, I haven't watched in forever, so. Yeah, well, and, you know, Scream, I just love, love Scream. I don't know what it is about Scream that I love, but they're I love coming the out. first, I like the first two. They're coming out with another one, too. Yeah, we'll see. What do you remember, mean? I said, we'll see if it's good. Oh, is that what you mean by Yeah. I mean, remember when Paul Rudd, though, was in that, it was his first movie, he was in Halloween 6, and he's, like, so bad in it. But it's like, <laughs> Paul Rudd, you love Paul Rudd, but, like. That man never ages. <laughs> I mean, he is. Like, literally in some of the worst movies ever, but everyone still loves him. And Halloween 6 was Donald Pleasant's last movie before he died, and Paul Rudd's first movie. And, Ooh. God, he's terrible in it. He's so bad in that. It's He's awful. It's hilariously bad. So, is but he supposed to be, like... Is he supposed to be a little slow because of where he was so traumatized when he was little? I don't... I'm like... Who knows because he plays the role so bad, like, so poorly. Like, you don't really know. I mean, he's just a weirdo. Maybe that's what they directed him to. He's little Tommy... Yeah. Whatever his name. Tommy... Yeah, I don't know. Tommy Jarvis is Friday the 13th. (laughs) Tommy something. Uh, Whatever. Tommy from Halloween 1. So, oh, you know, in the new Halloween, though, we're getting Kyle Richards back. You know, Kyle Richards of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She was the little girl in the first Halloween. Oh. And she's coming back for this new Halloween. That's why she has terrible bangs in the uh, in the newest season of Real Housewives of Beverly. I mean, they do not look good on her. I don't watch that at all. Well, so. it, they don't look good on her. And also, I was just like, why... Just because she had bangs and pigtail, like, braids when she was six, that, like, she doesn't have to have bangs as an adult. Like Maybe you, she's traumatized or something. <laughs> well, the, the bangs are traumatizing to look at. <laughs> so, anyway, that was a tangent. So, we're going to hop off here, and we will see you on Friday the 13th. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Don't get killed. Don't eat the candy.
And don't eat your boyfriend's candy, please. <laughs> <laughs>